Empowered Parent Podcast. My name is Raquel Brown and I am your host. I am a wife, a mother, an educator, and most importantly, a follower of Jesus Christ. And the goal of this podcast is simple, to give you some tools, strategies, and resources that can help you maximize your parenting potential. So whether this is your first time listening or you've been here since day one, I welcome you and I hope that you leave this episode feeling empowered and equipped. So for the next four weeks, um, the next four episodes are actually four parts of a series. And this series is called Mining Diamonds. And over the next four weeks, I'm going to use the four points that um, jewelers and gemologists use when they are assessing the quality of a diamond. And I'm going to show you the parallels between those areas of evaluation and what we're doing as parents. So those four areas when we are we are assessing the value of a diamond are its cut, its color, its carrot, and its clarity. And for the next four weeks, I'm going to take on one element of that process and we're going to draw some parallels between um, being a gemologist and parents because as parents it's almost as if we're taking the our, our children through this journey and through every age and stage of their life they're being refined and they're being um, actually transformed into a beautiful diamond that is going to shine and make a difference and an impact a godly impact in this world so let's get right to it so when you think of your of your of your daughter right or your son whether it is a child that you have by birth or adopted or a mentee and we're thinking of the cut so if we're mining diamonds and we're thinking of the cut um we are thinking of those factors that influence our children. Okay, because how a diamond is cut is about the most important factor for determining whether or not that diamond will be attractive. And the cut of a diamond um, is rated excellent when, when that cutter has taken the care to actually ensure that this diamond is cut to its correct proportions. So as this this diamond cutter is taking this larger stone and cutting it into something that's going to be usable for sale, how that diamond is cut is important to the value that's assigned. A diamond that is not cut properly will not shine as much because the light won't bounce through the stone the way that it should. And it is actually that bouncing and that reflecting and refracting of light that makes a diamond attractive to our human eye and makes us want to purchase that stone. Um, the right cut will reveal the brightness that actually comes from the heart of the diamond. And the cut has the greatest influence on how that stone will sparkle. Now, in considering this, we have to ask ourselves who are involved in cutting away or preparing that diamond to shine in your child's life. So 
who are the people who you've given authority or power for um, more or less to influence how your daughter presents herself to the world or how your son presents himself to the world. Now remember the world around us is designed with different objectives than what God's word um, has planned for us. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29 11 that God knows the plans that he has for us and their plans for our children to prosper and to give them hope and a future. So when we're thinking about how our children present themselves to the world, we have to remember the opposite end. What is this world trying to do? Our children are immersed in a world that is trying to shape and influence them by telling that they're telling them that their value is coming from outside of them. So whatever media is is bombarding them with beauty, fashion, finances, these things may cause our children to mis- misplace their focus on things that will eventually fade away. These worldly influences may cause them to believe that these temporary things are the permanent reflection of who they are. That's why it's important as parents to be aware of how our children are engaging with social media and television and their friends. This world has, it's almost as if the way we capture ourselves with our phone through a selfie, um, it's actually revealing where the priority and focus is placed. It's placed on yourself. Even when you're looking through your, your, your Instagram or, your, or their Snapchat feed, this news feed is feeding them many times false information about what is important. Now, as I always say, parents, we won't be there all the time. And I remember I was having a conversation with um, one of my girls and we were talking about what happens when someone calls 911. And we were talking about the fact that when you call 911, um, it is a first responder that shows up. So is it, it isn't necessarily the first responder that you actually probably most importantly need, but they're called first responders because they're all in a category and who is closest to that victim, who is closest to that person calling will show up first. So if you are at home and someone is having a heart attack and you call 911 and the, and the fire department is there, they will come first. The paramedics will get there, but whoever is first will arrive because they are the, the, the ambulance, the paramedics, um, the firefighters and police are in this category called first responders. They have specialized training um, in in similar areas that are critical areas so that they can provide assistance in the case of an emergency. So if we're thinking of that analogy, then I would ask who are the first responders that you have designated to advise and guide your children when they are not there? Because these human influences are going to shape her ability to present herself or himself to the world. It is very important that we realize that in the in the metaphor of a diamond, there's one cutter. But in the metaf- in the reality of raising children, there are many people who have access and influence to their lives. So who are those people? Who are those people who are there when you are not there? Remember, as a parent, you have authority and responsibility to know 
who these people are, who are the godparents, the aunties, the leaders. We need to be strategic and intentional when we're thinking of who has this access to our children. And sometimes the people that we love the most in our family are not the best people to allow to have open, consistent contact with your children, especially in their formative years. Now, I'm not saying that you should stop going to holiday dinners. I'm not saying that you should um, bar your children from seeing your, your, your brothers or your sisters or your cousins. What I am saying is that you should be aware of the influence that these people are having. Because any adult that has access to your children has that access because you allow them to have that access, which tells me that we need to be aware of what the impact of that access is. And then we need to think if your goal as a parent is to raise a child that knows, loves and serves Jesus Christ and is it is focused on fulfilling his plan in this world, then you need to be aware of which adults and experiences are fostering that goal. And you need to be aware of if there is not, who can I place in my child's life that can foster those goals? A lot of times when we choose our godparents for our children, we just choose the people who are closest to us. And we're not necessarily choosing the people who are best for us. We're not necessarily choosing the people with experience raising children so that we can turn to them for support and advice. We're not necessarily choosing the people whose voices have weight because they are connected to God and because they have experience who can guide and help direct and help cut that diamond properly so that the light of God can reflect through them without any obstruction. So what am I saying? I'm saying the cut of the diamond is most important in determining its sparkle, its ability to shine, the ability for light to bounce through so that it can be beautiful to the world around it. In the same way, those people that we allow to help us cut and shape our children are going to impact the ability for the light of Christ to shine through, bounce around in their heart and project out into the world. It is important that we are aware, and I can't stress it enough, especially when it comes to God parents. Because when you choose a God parent, what you are in essence saying is, I want your personality, your point of view, the way you move through this world, I want some of that to rub off on my child. I want some of the things that you aspire to, the things that you hold important to rub off on my child. But what we actually do is we say, you're my best friend. I see you every day. You're going to be hurt if I don't ask you to be my child's godparent. So I have to. So what happens is we value the relationship with our friend more than we value the responsibility and relationship with our child. And we don't do that purposefully or intentionally harmful. It's just something that most of us haven't really thought through. And we choose godparents based on tradition. What I'm asking you to do is be more intentional. And it's not just godparents. Even in your own family, 
Who are you fostering close relationships with your child in terms of spending time with them, connecting with them, so your child knows this person is safe? This person has values and has goals and has aspirations that are things that I want to follow, things that you want your child to emulate. So who are the mentors and advisors in your child's life? And if you're not sure who they are, or if there are people there who you're thinking, man, ah, I got I to gotta intervene there, then you need to do that as a parent. You need to be empowered by the fact that you can make decisions, especially when your children are younger, to push and pull and, and bring close and pull, push, push back on people who are not the best influences for your children. And as your children get older, you don't want to do these things without them knowing why. They need to understand because it is that same measure that you're going to hope that they use to choose who their close friends are. Parents, we have a lot of work when it comes to this area because a lot of us have outsourced so much of the job of parenting without considering who we have outsourced it to. And I think it's important. I think it's important that if you're putting your child on an athletic team, that you, if you can, you align with a coach that has godly principles, values. I believe that if you are sending your child to a tutor, that you want to ensure that, because they're not just going to be tutoring that, that, that academic subject, their values, the way that they encourage your child, what they encourage your child around and through is going to have an impact on your child. I believe if possible, we should do some research and find um, people that align with your faith convictions. Because the world has dictated in terms of how it is structured that we have to outsource a lot of what we do as parents to other trusted adults. But we need to make sure that we aware we are aware who these trusted adults are. Thank you for listening to the Empowered Parent Podcast. I'm your host, Raquel Brown, and I would love to stay connected with you. So if you go to empowerandequip.ca, you can see all of the ways that we can stay connected. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and you can even join my mailing list. So until next time, remember that you are an empowered parent.